Friends, Romans, Sky Bison, and Badger Moles, lend me your ears. <laughs> this is Head Heart Gut, the friendly debate show where there's no right answer, just the best answer. Every month we take an iconic set of three items from pop culture or the world we live in and pit them against each other. First, each of our contestants will present their choice, answering the questions on our definitive survey of greatness. At the end of each episode, the other contestants will score them based on their head, their heart, and their gut, and we will ultimately decide a winner of these three survey rounds. In week four, we turn up the heat where a special guest judge will lay down a ruling in a formal, structured debate. This week in the fictional Animal Companions debate, I, Julia Shafini, will be arguing on behalf of Appa from Avatar The Last Airbender, and I am joined by my fellow contestants Eric Silver arguing on behalf of Scooby-Doo from the TV show Scooby-Doo, and Rowan Ellis arguing on behalf of Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Let's get it going. Wow, look, who Rowan Ellis is here. Oh hey. For mysterious reasons. Hmm. Yeah, I know. You're coming from the from foggy London town and we don't know why you're here. You are the the metaphorical fog of foggy London town. Yeah, it I mean it is actually kind of foggy outside, so that's <laughs> and it's only just past summer and that should be legal. Yeah. To be fair, it's also foggy and rainy here in New York. So. That's true. We, we can confirm in two different places in New York. While you're in regular York? Hmm. 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 That's a different town. Yes, Julia. I knew that York and London were different places. Listen, some people don't know that. And I'm just clarifying that we know that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you might uh, see Rowan on some other things happening in the future. But right now, it's very much a mystery. Truly a mystery, uh, much like the argument that we're having today, which is best animal companion. Hell yeah. Very exciting. So, Julia, what? You just, you watched The Green Knight and saw the fox and now you wanted to do this? Actually, yeah. No, that's the reason why I suggested this as a topic was I was watching that. I'm like, every time someone has an animal companion, I just like them more. And I'm like, but what is the best animal companion? And then I watched uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah. I'm just picking a lot of like the this and the last this options for myself and i was like oh yeah i really like just like big animal companions and now i need to decide in a formal structured debate what the best animal companion is absolutely i will say that this is really interesting that we're doing this because i think that all three of our choices that we have here are different like importance to the plot of our respective places like although scooby-doo is the name of the show not necessarily essential but definitely part of the gang while Toothless is like second lead, mm -hmm. I guess. And Appa is very much the most sidekicky out of everything here. I, I wouldn't call Appa sidekicky because my headline is Appa, the soul of the gang. Oh, because truly he is. Truly he is. Appa is the flying sky bison companion of Avatar Aang in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender. In this world, certain people are able to manipulate one of the four classical elements, either air, water, fire, or earth through the art of bending. There is one person who has the ability to bend all of the elements, and this person is known as the Avatar, who is tasked with maintaining the balance of the physical world and the four elemental nations, as well as the balance between the physical 
physical and the spiritual world. It is important to note that in the lore of Avatar The Last Airbender, it is said that humans learned bending from various animals or forces of nature. So for waterbenders, for example, they learned how to bend water by watching how the moon moved the tides. For the airbenders, it is canonical that sky bison are able to airbend, and that is where the air nomads learned airbending from. It's adorable. And they're just so cute. They're so cute. Julia, would you say that everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked? I would. I would. But I would also say that everything changed when all of these people learned how to watch their surroundings and nature around them and learn how to bend elements. I think what's really important about talking about the Avatar world is that animals are not what they seem here. I'm like, I have a literal dog and (laughs) Rowan has like dragon. But how important are like are dragons like dogs in how to train your dragon? I don't I don't know. Have you not seen the movie? I'm just checking. So uh, I have seen How to Train Your Dragon. I do, it wasn't so chaotic as to suggest uh, a creature from a thing I hadn't seen. I thought you were going to for a second. I was like, Rowan, bold move. Bold move. Really bold. That would have been really chaotic. <laughs> to be honest, that would have been a really fun way of uh, putting zero pressure on myself for this first podcast where it was just like, I come in like, <laughs> I got no clue, <laughs> but I'm here to have fun. So how how um, popular are dragons in the How to Train Your Dragon world? Because I've never seen those movies. Um, There's a lot of them. There's sort of um, this, the pests of the How to Train Your Dragon world. The, the Vikings that are central really want to get rid of them. There's a lot of trying to like capture slash kill them. Okay. I feel like they're like the real life version in North America of coyotes yeah let's go with that because i also get that reference (laughs) coyotes are just like weird wild dogs that like if you're going for a walk in the mountains at night you can't bring your dog with you because the coyote might like come and eat them they look like small wolves yeah but it's like as if as if a whole society was based around your antagonistic experience with coyotes and yes that's exactly what it is perfect hell yeah okay good so in in avatar they they have mashups of animals which is all of the animals that's one of my fun facts i will share it with you now rowan just because um you haven't seen the Please series do. um in the avatar universe there are a lot of these like animal hybrids of animals from our world there's actually a great joke in one of the seasons about how the earth king has a bear and they're like really confused they're like a what bear like a like a turtle bear they're like no it just says bear on the invitation he's a bear bear obviously amazing <laughs> a bear 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 so yeah um when i say sky bison what i'm actually referring to and we'll just do my fun fact at the beginning because why not sure. really sure, really sure. messing with the format here um Appa is clearly not just like a regular bison. Uh, the co-creator Brian Konitzak described Appa as a manatee bison hybrid. And Rowan, you probably don't know this about me, but Eric has watched me drunkenly cry over manatees before and they are my favorite sea mammal. So it explains why I love Appa so much. Appa is like, he has six feet. He has the a giant platypus tail. He can fly. He has like big, he's white and fluffy. He's wonderful and he's yeah. huge. Rowan, have you seen a picture? Of, I, of... I did look up, just you know, okay. to scope out my competition. Well, this actually leads into my trading card because I want to give you the, some stats on Appa. So he weighs 
10 tons. Let's go. Chunky boy. He can fly. Like, literally, he would not be able to fly based on his size and shape without the ability to airbend, which he channels both through his mouth and his big tail. He has five stomachs. He has six legs. And he can carry five people comfortably. Incredible. He's adorable. He is in 58 out of the 61 episodes over three seasons, which I will get to why he's missing in those three episodes later. And most importantly, at least to me being a a voice actor person. He is voiced by Dee Bradley Baker, who is one of the most prolific voice actors in the business. He also voices Momo, who is the little flying lemur in Avatar The Last Airbender. In case you're wondering, his first credit was Olmec in Legends of the Hidden Temple. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know Legends of the Hidden Temple, Rowan? It was a show in the 90s. It was a competition show where you were like in teams of two and you were doing like weird obstacle courses that are kind of based on a weird mishmash of like Mayan, Aztec, like theming, I guess. It was during the time when Nickelodeon was like all children doing uh, incredible sports. Yes. So we had something like that that was called Jungle Run. Yes. Yes, probably similar vibes. But this one had a big talking head named Olmec who would like give the challenges. And this was Dee Bradley Baker's first job in voice acting, which is very cool. What I love about this is that now if we get Rowan and Amanda on the same episode, you guys can both not know American references from the late 90s, early 2000s. We could just spend the entire episode explaining things. It'll be great. (laughs) Um, We could get me and... And for totally no reason that any of you should know about <laughs> Jazza and another American, and then me and Jazza can just bully you guys that about great. how much you don't know about niche British stuff. That sounds really good. I feel like I know 10% of British culture. Is that good? Yeah, that that's possible. Cool. <laughs> um, other D. Bradley Baker credits include... Uh, Codename Kids Next Door, Adventure Time, Phineas and Ferb, Ben 10, Clone Wars, where he voiced all of the clones. Incredible. Halo. uh, He also did Legend of Korra, which is the sequel to Avatar The Last Airbender, Fairly Odd Parents, SpongeBob, Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Laboratory, Powerpuff Girls, and Gravity Falls. Dee Bradley Baker's the man. I love that. It's very much like... um... Fuck, who's the guy who plays Wash on Serenity? His name is with the hair. Alan Tudyk? Yeah, Alan Tudyk. He's very much the same, in the same class as that, but the voice actor equivalent, so you may or may not know his name. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Let's move on to the three best qualities of Appa because there are so many, but I narrowed it down to three. My first one is he is a big cuddly boy. Surprising uh, no one who knows me and a part of the reason why I was so stoked for this category is that I love big fluffy animal companions that can also be ridden. That is just like such a big thing for me. Like you could ride that and also like nap on him. Such a big fan. Uh, Arcanine is my favorite Pokemon for this exact reason, as Eric knows. And Appa is my favorite animal companion for similar reasons because he's not just like a vessel like the cat bus in that one Miyazaki film whose name is escaping me right now yeah I got you but we do we also stand cat bus I almost chose cat bus or Totoro a bold choice I feel like Totoro would be in the same category as Appa where he's big and fluffy and adorable Mm -hmm. he's not just a vessel though he has a bond with Aang and the rest of the gang he protect he also attack but he's also very good and very big at cuddling there are several episodes where the team is just like cuddled up on Appa and I become extremely jealous because imagine your best animal friend is also the size of a bus. Wouldn't that be great? It's just a real Clifford the Big Red Dog situation and I'm, I'm just there for mm-hmm. it. And I just really love cuddly animals and so Appa is the ideal animal
animal companion in a world where you want a big cuddly animal companion, but also you're doing a lot of rough traveling, which the the gang does a lot of in Avatar. It is very important because it's like in a, Julia, what would you say the time frame There's is? a lot of island nations. Yeah. It's, it's like a lot of archipelagos and then one large landmass. So they do spend a lot of time traveling to different places in order to get to like their quote unquote missions. Like that makes it sound a lot more serious than it is, at least for the first season. It's also a fantasy world that's like pre-industrial, yes. which is also important in terms of how they can, they can actually get around. Yeah, there's like very little like infrastructure like not major roads. This is not like Game of Thrones where there's like, you know, the King's Road and stuff like that. And there's like very little flying technology, which you see later on in the seasons. But Appa is really the only way of traveling in the air, especially for long distances. Here's my problem here. Uh, Mm. When you chose Appa, I'm like, dang, that's really good. Because early in the pandemic, Amanda and I watched all of Avatar and we watched all of Legend of Korra. And Amanda also deeply fell in love with Appa and how big and squishy he is. Yep, yep. So, yep, yep, indeed. Uh, so I immediately ordered a Appa stuffed animal who is about like big cat sized, like one to two feet long. Chunky boy size. Big gotcha. chunky boy with his little six legs and his adorable little face. And he has become a very important part of our family. Sometimes a family are two people and Appa and a bunch of blankets. Mm-hmm. So like, this is hurting me deeply because I agree with you. I squeeze that stuffed animal all the time and he is big and fluffy even as chonky cat size. I do know someone who has a large chonky gray cat who is named Appa. That's beautiful. I love that. I just remembered it now when you called the thing chonky cat size. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a chonky cat who is Appa sized. I feel like all of our choices probably have thousands of pets oh for sure I feel like all three are very very good in the pet name scale 100 percent. yeah i mean anytime i i go down the street and i see a great dan i'm like it's a scooby-doo it is a scooby (laughs) look at that scooby it's a little scoob oh gosh so good moving on to my second point if you want to get really technical the series is called Avatar the Last Airbender, but Aang isn't the last airbender in the world because all the Sky Bison are also airbenders, like I mentioned. And also, like I mentioned before, the first airbenders learned how to airbend by watching the Sky Bison. As such, they're considered sacred animals to the air nomads, and bonding with one is like an intensely personal experience. So the Sky Bison is so important to the airbenders that their religious tattooing, the arrows on their heads, their hands, and their feet, are borrowed from the Sky Bison as a way of paying homage to these creatures that taught them how to master the element of air. The air nomads are encouraged to like bond with sky bison calves at a young age and like when they're that small they're kind of like a bear cub sized. It's very important because that shows up in the in Legend of Korra. Rowan, I will send you some they're photos of baby cute. sky bison oh, and they are so cute. Can I just say I'm really enjoying this whole like we bond with the bison and then we fly and I'm like oh no is this just the other avatar where they <laughs> where they plug themselves into those flying horses no terrible no there's no <laughs> weird like a uh, sex braid cord coming out of anyone's back here so we're, we're good okay that's very good very good information to know <laughs> so when Aang runs away from the air temple at the beginning of the series you find out that's what happened he leaves because he's like fearing for the destiny of where he has to become the avatar and he doesn't want that all he takes is his robes his staff and of course Appa because he would never leave Appa behind you know Appa's, Appa's his, his bro and so this also seems to be a pattern or a tradition among 
among avatars that they like bond closely with an animal companion. So for Aang's predecessor, it was his dragon. And for Korra, who becomes avatar after Aang, it was Naga, who is her polar bear dog. And he's also very cute, but not as good as Appa. You really can't go anywhere else other than big mm-hmm. flying friend. It's like, he's this is literally a dog. I'm like, no, no, it's not a dog. I would have a polar bear dog if that was true, true. not a dog. I wish I had a polar bear dog just in general, but not as useful and not as great and not as sacred as our sweet boy Appa. And then my final point is that Appa is one of the few animal companions in TV that I can think of at least that has an episode specifically about them. So the episode in question... Rowan, oh, no. this is like a whole thing. Oh, this no. is like emotional. Oh, like people are like, this is the episode that made me cry. So it is called Appa's Lost Days. It is admittedly extremely sad of an episode because it's about what happens to Appa when he is stolen away from the gang. And while I mentioned that Appa was only missing for like three episodes, this is like what happens in that time when he is missing, which is Oh, rough. So basically, he gets abducted by sandbenders. He gets traded to an abusive circus. He has to escape the circus. He fights with a wild porcupine. He is attacked by bad guys who have been tracking him. And just when he thinks he's about to get back to Aang and the rest of the gang, he gets captured by a different set of bad guys. Rowan, are you okay? So um, I know nothing about Upper and the, the Last Airbender, apart from what I googled in order to absolutely fucking smash you guys to pieces in the Hell yeah. Hell fight yeah. section. So this is the only bit of Appa's story that I'm familiar with and that I'm going to use it against you very soon. Incredible. <laughs> That's fine. I'm cool with that. Yeah. All the time that we got devastated, Rowan's going to be like, hey. fuck you. Appa <laughs> sucks. Couldn't even beat a porcupine. So this is an extremely sad and impactful episode. It's also extremely well done. The episode received a Genesis Award from the Humane Society of the United States in the category Outstanding Children's Programming, describing it as a mythical tale about animals held captive for human entertainment that resonates with the way animals are used in circuses today. Yeah, this fucking sucks. And now children know about how bad circuses are. Circuses are bad. Uh, they mistreat animals. Don't don't attend circuses that use live animals. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that award, though. Hearing something called the Humane Society of the United States and called it the Genesis Award. I'm like, man, I really hope they're not like bad Christians. Huh? I think they're probably OK. Like humane really societies so. are usually are the ones that have no kill shelters. And like that's where you would adopt a dog or a cat from. I'm hoping. Yeah. Julia, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for your sake. I'm going to look that shit up later. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So, Fight Club, because apparently Rhodes going to wreck me in this, but we'll, we'll cover it for later. Appa is a 10-ton flying animal with the power to bend wind. He's extremely good. He also has seen combat many times, including full-scale war invasions, and has been shown to be able to defend himself from similarly sized creatures, even when shackled and exhausted. So even when he's not surrounded by the gang or a bunch of like powerful benders and also uh, Sokka, he is able to hold his own in a fight, though he's usually fairly docile by nature. I will allow that he is a fairly docile creature by nature, but he could wreck your shit. That's true. In the show, I feel like they're like, oh, how do we end this episode? Okay, well, Appa destroys everything and then he flies everyone away. Got it. Got it. So he's really a deus ex machina in the show itself. Several times. The show agrees. 
Though I agree with Rowan, what Rowan's about to say later. That's fine. I'll let Rowan have her time and her peace. Rowan's doing a little dance there and is going to like try to like (laughs) step up on me, but that's fine. I'm ready for it. Uh, Next is the Tinder profile. uh, And I feel weird about this one. So I just said it's pictures of Appa, I guess. And there's no real profile, but there is a link to a sound clip of him doing his cute little like grumbly growl. And that's it. (laughs) Why would you want to date uh, an animal on a dating app? It's weird, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I appreciate how straightforward you t- you took I do. This. I always take the Tinder profile very seriously. And I'm just like, no, it's an animal. Julia has written Tinder profiles for seasons before. Mm-hmm. And yet this was the thing that crossed the line. This is because I can I can personify a season. But Appa is a sentient being already. And he is a large 10 ton sky bison. So I'm not going to let anyone date him. Oh, so he doesn't deserve love. Wow, wow, Julia. Julia. Wow. No, he deserves love. I just don't think that he should be on a dating profile with humans. Wow, Julia. Wow. Controversial. You know what? He has to revitalize the sky bison. If there's sky bison Tinder, he can be on sky bison Tinder. But human Tinder, Fair. no. He just likes hay. That's what his description says. Loves <laughs> Please hay. give me oats. <laughs> We need more more of those memes with the big Chongus pigs that's like oats, brother, but it's with Appa. It's oats. like Ang with like fucking A's with umlauts on it. Oh, I'm going to tweet that later. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yep. Ang. Oats. We're going to move on to the Dwayne The Rock Johnson factor because, God, I love this man so much. So... One of my favorite versions of Dwayne The Rock Johnson is when he's being a heel in wrestling because I love professional wrestling with my whole heart. So I would love to suggest to you that in the award-winning episode, Appa's Lost Days, Dwayne The Rock Johnson plays the terrible circus ringleader and manager. I just think he would be awful and terrible and uh, I I miss villain The Rock very much because he's only been playing like tough guy heroes lately. And I'm just like, but what if you were a bad guy again, Dwayne? That'd be nice. Tough guy heroes in Disney movies. I feel like I know we're we're running a little like long on this, but Julia, now now we fucking know what Jungle Cruise is. (laughs) We finally can. You finally found out. out. Oh, boy. Are you happy? I watched that movie and it was a movie. It sure was a (laughs) movie. It definitely was a movie. Rowan, when we were doing, we were talking about Jungle Cruise a lot because Julia argued that the style of uh, the best thing to do at an amusement park is doing spiel rides where it's like right. a live person is like uh, improvising uh, a thing while you're on the ride with you. Yeah. Yeah. The ride is a thousand times better than the movie. Sure. Right. Of course. Of course. The whole time we were saying Disney's not doing a really good job telling me what this movie is about. So at some yeah. point someone needs to tell me what Jungle Cruise is about. And the Disneyland one is slightly less racist now. So that's cool. Love that. Yeah. I love, love that, that so for them. I just really enjoy like whenever I would go on the Jungle Cruise ride, just like being the solo hype person for the the skipper. You have to laugh at every joke. You have to clap. Half Mm -hmm. the people don't speak English on this boat. Like these (laughs) like kids are a little bit too old and are like finding it really cool how uncool they're finding this. And I'm just there like, you go, Janet. Like you're the funniest person I've ever seen. Like, woo, go to your stand up. You cheer at that backside of the water. You do it. Literally (laughs) every single time. 
Very we need good. better localization for the Jungle Cruise ride. We do. And we that's do, a joke truly. for Jazza and Eric Schneider, who are definitely not <laughs> listening to this. Uh, also, a, a second option for Dwayne The Rock Johnson, there's a great dream sequence that Aang has later on in the series where Appa like talks and is in like samurai armor and is engaging mm. in combat like that. And I love the idea of just like a cameo of The Rock in a very similar style, like to when Don Cheadle briefly played Donald Duck in the DuckTales reboot. Right. Also, Serena Williams was in was in that. So it's not like it didn't have cultural cachet yeah. at the time. Yeah. They totally could have gotten what was when was this out? Like early 2000s Dwayne The Rock Johnson to do it before he was a mega mega star. I mean, there's literally a character called the Boulder that is supposed to be him. But instead of being voiced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, it's voiced by a professional wrestling star Mick Foley. And it's a primo choice. It's very good. I'm glad you said that. I was keeping that in my pocket. And I was going to ding you for it if you didn't reference the boulder. Of course I was going to mention the boulder. It's Mick Foley. It's it's wrestling Santa. I know. That's the, I was going to ding you on it. Well now, Rowan, let's come o- come over with me. We're going over to this side of the room. Julia, stay over there. Okay, don't, uh, don't come over. Get away, Julia. I'm going to go get a snack. Is that cool? Yeah. I'm going to eat some chips. Go talk to the train near your, your house and talk about industry. Subtrain? Uh, <laughs> woo! Industry! Woo! Alright, so Rowan, here is what we do on Head Heart Gut during the survey episodes. Mm-hmm. So we're going to Judge Julia, based on our head, our heart, and our gut. Rowan, how do you feel about the facts that Julia gave us during this survey round? I think that um, I didn't really get enough of the personality of of this creature. I feel like I know how good it is to like cuddle and like, but it feels very one sided. I feel like I needed more facts about the personality of of Appa, so I knew that it wasn't just some poor beast of burden who had been roped into being uh, a companion for mm. nefarious means. Um, so my head is saying needed needed more information about like, do, I don't know anything about the personality. And that for me is a key part of an animal companion. I think that's fair. I think that where maybe I was projecting a little bit because I also love Avatar just as much. And like, I knew that. But hearing you say that, I agree. I mean, there were a lot of stats, but I think like a three or 3.5 is good. I'm going to be generous. Let's go 3.5. Why not? 3.5 is great. So generous. Let's, <laughs> let's do hard. Hey, Rowan, how much do you think Julia likes her choice? How much does she like Appa? Oh, so much. And I, like, this already was a five on every level for the heart one. No question. Definitely, I agree. This is chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Definitely loves loves an appa. Uh, We'll go with five. And then gut. This is kind of like, what do you feel, how do you feel Julia did in your gut? What are you thinking about how well this went? How well did I persuade you that, like, my option is actually the best option? (laughs) See, it's difficult because I... Obviously, you know that my option's the best option, but I'm yes, going to try course. and uh, sure. put sure, that sure, out sure. of my head for now. Um. Sure. I feel like there was a lot that I wanted more. And I know that this was Avatar here. I was really mm. hoping for real more specific stuff. The other thing that we didn't talk about was that Appa is also the only one of his kind, possibly, maybe, hopefully not, uh, which is very, his, his relationship mirrors Aang's in, such a, in so much. And also they give him a lot of personality. I agree with the personality thing. That was what really hit me in the gut. So I feel similarly about head and gut for this. So I'm going to say uh, 3.5. Okay. Let's go with 3.5 as well. Right. Okay. I'll accept it. I'm going to do math really quickly in my head. 3.5 plus That's 3.5. 17. It's not 12. 12. 17. It's 12. 
106. <laughs> I got 106. You heard it here, folks. Sorry. As soon as someone says I'm doing math in my head, I'm like, just say a number. All right. Well, uh, Julia got 106. I got 106. <laughs> the best score ever for Head Heart Incredible. Cut. Really. It's a record. Uh, I'm, yeah. So that is a very solid 12. Good job, Julia. Thank now you. in my time, hey, you all need to get a clue because we're talking about Scooby-Doo. Jinkies. G- yoinks. Wow. 